Today we celebrate the feast of the presentation in the temple. Joseph and Mary presenting their child Jesus to be consecrated to the Lord, to be dedicated to the service of the Lord. Also, Mary presents herself after 40 days to be joined again to the community after experiencing a very holy event, the birth of her son. In both cases, we see the importance of the Holy Family presenting themselves to God, following the ways of their religion, worshiping with the community of believers. Why? Why is the Holy Family doing this? I mean, if you think in a modern sense, if anyone would ever be exempted or could exempt themselves from honoring the Sabbath, you know, like from going to Mass on Sunday, it would certainly have been the Holy Family, right? I mean, think about it. Mary is without sin. Joseph was chaste and a very, very good man. We often hear people who don't go to Mass, well, I'm a good person, so I don't need that. And their son, well, he's the son of God, right? So why is it that they follow these religious customs? Father Ronald Rollheiser in one of the chapters of his book named The Holy Longing, talks why, about why people go to Mass. The priest was the rector of his cathedral, which was a downtown parish, and he was writing this book in his older years. He had seen many people from all kinds of walks of life and had heard about the reasons why they had come to Mass. Each, he knew, came for different reasons, and different times and seasons of their lives. Like, for instance, the businessman to escape the fast pace of the business office, or the nurse who came from a trauma unit and needed some hope, the university student who was studying for a final exam and desperate for inspiration, and the prosecutors and lawyers who wanted to be reminded of the goodness of God and man made in his image. And the list goes on. The people he would see at his daily mass. But all of them, the priest, Father Rollheiser, conjectures, had one common denominator, one common factor that was the same for all of them. No matter their many and varied reasons for coming to Mass regularly, they all came because if they didn't, their lives would fall apart. Encountering the Lord in the Eucharist, finding the sacred space, being able to pray, joining with others who shared their beliefs and values, getting some relief and hope, and all this and more was the glue that kept their lives together. I think if we're honest, we probably have different reasons at different times in our lives for regularly attending Mass. But most likely, if we also take time to ponder it, I think we would agree with that priest. Somehow, some way, whether we're conscious of this or this is on a subconscious level, we attend Mass because if we didn't, we know that our lives would eventually fall apart. Especially as we go through those experiences of life where everything else around us is falling apart. Encountering Christ in the Eucharist is what keeps our lives together. 
I think this is a good insight into the Holy Family and their presentation of themselves in the temple. And then from them, after we look at their lives, we can then look at our own lives and why we're here on a Sunday morning presenting ourselves to God in this, His temple. So, Mary and Joseph, St. Luke, is teaching us, follow the ways of their religion. They practice their faith even though they certainly by today's standards could have been exempted or exempted themselves from these religious ceremonies and rituals. Joseph and Mary, somehow they knew they needed to raise the Christ child according to the ways that God has taught his people to raise families. And God had chosen this family to ensure that his divine son, as he grew up human, needed to be regularly exposed to the beauty and necessity of worshiping in a community of believers. Sacrificing, atoning for sin, praying, waiting, preparing, hoping, praising, and all that goes into the gathering into the house of God. Connecting and reconnecting to God in the midst of the human journey through this world and this life. God knew what was ahead of the Holy Family and for his son. Especially a future time when his son would suffer tremendously and be crucified and die. God knew that they would need God. That they would need a lifetime of experiences where they were connected to God so that when things fall apart and threaten to disconnect them, their lives also would not fall apart. They would have that time-honored practice of plugging in to the divine. And it would be this regular plugging in to the divine that would bear much fruit. What kind of fruit? Let me tell you a story and bring it to Mary and then back to us. Jimmy Carter was one of our nation's presidents. He was once asked if he was a Christian. He was, as we know, in fact, a very devout and practicing Christian. He answered, though, the question by telling a story. A group of lay missionaries were traveling across the countryside trying to spread the gospel of Jesus Christ. They came to an Amish farm. They met the farmer, and they asked him, if he was a Christian. His response was, please give me a pen and a piece of paper. They supplied it to him. He wrote down a few names and he gave it back to them. And he said to them, these are the names of people around here who know me well. Ask them if I'm a Christian. Meaning that this Amish farmer He knew that if we're living out our Christian faith, then other people should know by the way we live, by the fruit that our lived out faith produces, if we are Christian or not. Somehow Mary and Joseph knew this deep truth as they presented themselves and the Christ child in the temple to God. They knew this as they follow the ways of their religion, the customs and practices of their people, 
and of their faith. As they regularly honored the Sabbath that God had commanded we honor. And as they gathered together with other people who shared their values and beliefs and weekly plugged into the divine. The fruit of their practice faith was that their lives did not fall apart, even as everything else around them was. The fruit of their faith is that they prepared for the unknown future. The fruit of their faith is that they held on to love, hope, and faith and grew strong and courageous and remained focused and waiting on the Lord. It's the same for us today. As we gather as Christians, as we honor the Sabbath that God called us to honor, as we worship our God together, as we remember that we're not alone, as we remember to hope and have faith and keep striving for divine love, not just human love, The fruit of our practice faith, the reason why we go to Mass, whether we even know it or not, is so that our lives don't fall apart. And we are waiting, readying ourselves, and prepared for the unknown future. Knowing that we are plugged into the divine and connected to one another. Mary and Joseph are passing on to all generations after them, up to you and I to this day, who follow their son that they raised. They're passing on something that they themselves practiced and benefited from. They're presenting themselves, their family, to God in this holy temple. Let us give thanks today that we're following their lead as we present ourselves to God and his church. And let us always strive to pass on the example and witness of this great gift to the people that we love.